Aloha and welcome to Kapiko Podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Kauai for this episode. I'm your host Kyle Galdera with Kamehameha Schools Communications and we're joined today by Mervlin Kitashima. Case Kapalama graduates listening, they'll recognize your name as the former parents and alumni relations, relations. Uh, administrator. administrator. Okay, yes. so you've transitioned out of that role uh-huh. and now you're working a lot with the community. So now that we're on Kauai, can you tell us a little bit about the effort we're involved in today? Okay, so I've been invited here to be a keynote speaker for the Kauai Resiliency Project. My oldest daughter, Heidi, who's a class of 90, Kamehameha Schools, is on the planning, organizing committee Kauai District Office. And I have been a spokesperson, kind of, if you will, on resiliency for the last 30 plus years. And I've had the privilege to travel across the country and share my message of resilience connected with research as well as my own story, simply to inspire people that they can make a difference for children and families. One main thing about my message that is just resonates constantly for me is that we have no more children and families at risk. But instead to, to rethink that and, and, and rephrase the effort to say, no more children and families at risk, which are many of our Hawaiian families, right. but instead children and families at promise. So my message is about promise. My message is about taking research that actually is called the Kauai Longitudinal Study on, on Resilience. I began here on this island in 1955. It was a 40-year effort following a cohort of children born on Kauai and, and, and looking at how they grew and the difficulties and the struggles. For me, being a participant in that as well, I found out what the research stands for. And so my sharing is not only my personal story, but the research that stands behind it. Okay. It's been an amazing journey. And so I was asked to come and share the story again as a way to, to kick off this effort on the Hawaii, uh, Kauai Resiliency Project because it's an amazing project. Right. You know, we all know our Hawaiian children, which is what Bernice Pawahi wanted for us to lift the Hawaiian family, to lift the children, to educate them mm-hmm. so that they can take their place. And that's my hope. Okay. Uh, there's a, a whole group of community folks in this room, um, from professionals to grassroots community folks. And it's a matter of saying, how can we come together, take a, a concept of resilience, which means what? Overcoming the odds. Right. Which means getting past the difficulty. Turning the negative to a positive. Turning the negative to the positive. And, and I will share that one of my definitions, well, it is my own definition, is protective factors. And what perfect, protective factors are is those characteristics, traits, um, experiences that, that change the path. My definition is protective factors are those people, places, life experiences that have so much that have so much positive power. It turns all the junk around. That is my hope. That that's what I do. I love sharing my story, not because it's my story, but because I think it helps people just figure out where to go. Right. And that no matter what small thing we do in the lives of children and families, we can make a difference. Okay. And just to provide some context for our listeners, this particular event is focusing on the high 
rate of suicide, not only consideration, but also attempts by Kauai youth in, at the high school level. Right. I believe the statistic is 9% of Kauai high school students last year seriously contemplated suicide, right. which is an alarming rate. Exactly. And um, Heidi told me that it's one out of every 11. Wow. Now you can, you know, verify that that's, but that's, that's too much. So basically, let's way say one out of 10. And that's still 10. way too many. Way too many. And so if and I can be a part of it, mm-hmm. I'm really happy to be here. Okay. And tell our listeners a little bit about the story that you'll explain to some of the participants and attendees at the event tonight as far as how you, you grew up and, and where you came from to where you are now and how you can share that as a positive story for folks to not only keiki but parents as well to look up to and, and strive to emulate. Okay. So real quick in a nutshell, I share my what I call at promise list formerly known as at risk because I'm very clear that we should not use that anymore at risk means failure dysfunction no good you're destined to fail right just because somebody decided you were at risk but instead we're at promise so I share my at promise list and I'll go quickly number one culturally wrong you know I lived in Hawaiian homes that's where I grew up my father is pure haole from the east coast so we were different, so number one. Number two, we're a blended family. And you go back to when I was a child, which was in the 50s, mm-hmm. blended families didn't exist. So there was this whole new way of being that nobody really understood. There were 14 of us that my parents had to care for. Number three, we're a military family. I think at the time that I was in elementary school here, we were the only elementary, uh, the only military family in Kapa'a Elementary School. Wow. Number five, poverty. We were the kids that went to Kamehameha on full scholarship because we didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. Many times, no food on the table. We were, we were the kids that went to school with no more, no more new clothes, no more shoes on our feet. So poverty was one of those things on my list. Addiction. My daddy was an alcoholic. And I speak very openly about that and, and how that affects a family. A teenage pregnancy. I was kicked out in junior year. And by the grace of God and an administrator who saw beyond, I was allowed back. Having already been married, already having a child. I share that story. And then I transitioned to what made the difference. Those protective factors, you know, people, places, life experiences. That have so much positive power, it turns the junk around. And I have four. And these four are the ones I thought about years ago when I first started speaking. One, work and responsibility. As we teach children and families to assume responsibility, to learn how to work. Mm-hmm. It gives us a skill that allows us to overcome. Two, caring and supportive people and environments. Research consistently tells us, resiliency research, that if, if a child has at least one significant adult who cares for them no matter what no matter how rotten they are one now if a child has two or five or ten that's chances of resilience three participation and involvement in meaningful things Kamehameha schools was the key to that one when I left Kauai I went to KS I got involved in things I never knew I could do and it strengthened who I was and my ability to do and four a sense of purpose, a sense of future, a sense of hope. That is, we give children and families that, their ability to overcome the difficulties just increases. And that's my story. And that's the research that stands behind it. 
And just really briefly as we wrap up this edition of Kopiko Podcast, for somebody that isn't in Hawaii or maybe isn't even native Hawaiian that might be listening across the, the United States or around the world, what's a brief message just of kind of summing up what your approach is to to how to, to remain positive and, and turn that potentially negative story into a positive result? First, I think everybody has a story. And maybe if we can find the strengths that came out of the struggle, recognize it and share it. Two, I truly believe with every ounce of me that every child has promised for something. Every single one. No matter where they came from, what their background was, given the right opportunities and the right people to care for them, every human being was put here to do something good. I believe that. It takes a takes a village, cliche, but it's the truth. And it doesn't have to be a village that's related. It's simply people who care and are willing to maybe just take that little bit of extra effort. And I share some of those people in my story. My own personal champions, if you will. So be a champion. Find a child who needs something and find a way to reach out and take care of it. Awesome. My story. Thank you, Auntie Murph, for joining us today. You're most welcome. And for more information, you can check out kq2career.org that's one source Mm -hmm. and you can also stay tuned to the Imua newsroom because we'll have a a web article and a few social media posts throughout May and into June that detail this project in particular so thank you again for tuning in you can catch Kapiko podcast on Spotify Stitcher and the Imua newsroom at ksbe.edu slash Imua for Andy Merv I'm Kyle Galdera take care and aloha aloha